We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I don't know what goes on between people and their relationships and whatnot, but the, the fact that this is chronically happening, and I just want to know what she's doing for, to get them to just be like, fuck my relationship. I'm going to date Ariana Grande. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sampson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. You know those like oddly satisfying videos? Yeah, those are so unsatisfying to me. They're upsetting to me. Why? I don't know. There's something about them that does not give me that ASMR sensation that it just makes me uncomfortable. Oh, God, I fucking love it. Well, I was just about to say these mugs fitting LaCroix perfectly is like that one of those videos for me. That's I would say that's fair. I'd agree with that. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. It's oddly satisfying. Oh, 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 is it going to go over? Oh, and then it doesn't. And then it's like oddly satisfying. I'm going to change the name of this podcast to oddly satisfying. Yeah. To um, oddly satisfying vocal fry. Oddly satisfying vocal uh. fry. <laughs> um. Someone's boyfriend is listening to this and they're like, turn this shit off. <laughs> ah, make it stop. Like screaming with their hands over their ears. I saw um, a TikTok of, it's, I think her name's Caitlin. She does all of those little like bits. Caitlin Riley. Oh my yeah. God. Every, uh, po- every yeah. dating podcast host. Like, here's my shit advice about dating. That is just my opinion that I came up with. It's so fucking good. Like, yeah, yeah, that is actually, she's not wrong. No, I was watching it with Frank and I was like, because me and Frank love Caitlin Riley. She's hilarious. We love her. And um, I was <gasps> like, oh, new Caitlin Riley just dropped. And then I started watching it without him. He was in the other room and I was like, oh my God, this one's about me. <laughs> How does she know? Is this fucking play about us? Um, <laughs> I think my favorite is the girl who thinks she's like going to get proposed to and she's definitely not. Oh, yeah. Yes. Me and me and Frank always quote the um, girl who's definitely getting broken up with later. <laughs> it's that just every every part of it. Can you give me some coffee, baby? Give me some coffee. <laughs> 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 like the most insufferable kind of person. 
do is you, our entire personality. Do you talk to Frank in a baby voice at no. all? No. Do you change how you talk to him at all? I don't think so. God, now I want you to tell me. We're all hanging out this weekend. I feel like I change how I'm talking when I talk to Mr. Liz. In what way? Um, I just turn into a little baby. I just want to be taken care of. That's fair. I mean, I feel like I hate I, when I catch myself doing it. I get so annoyed with myself. Where I'm just like, you know um, what? Could you give me some water? I do. I noticed yesterday when I was saying bye to him. Sometimes I'm like, I dove you like dove. <laughs> And I, I hate it. I catch myself and I'm like, ugh. That's like how I talk to like Gatsby and grandpa, you know? Like, I did dove you so much. Mm-hmm. He's like, I dove you too. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I'm no, sorry. that doesn't sound so good back. Um, you remember the game that we played where I had you, I gave you porn titles and made you rank them one to five without yes. knowing what's next? Yeah. I made another round. Okay. Are you ready to play? I am. This round is arguably better, in my opinion. So here we go. I'm nervous. You should be. (laughs) Okay. So to uh, explain the rules again, I'm going to give Liz uh, porn titles one by one. And she has to rank them one to five based on what she thinks that she would watch (laughs) without knowing what's next. So if she has like something as number one and she likes something better later, she can't change it. Are you ready, Liz? Mm-hmm. The Slutty Professor. Five. A, a spinoff of The Nutty Professor. Really? Oh, yeah. It sounds boring. That's true. The I mean, Slutty that is- Professor? That's so predictable. Yeah. it. Uh, you know, I feel like that movie's been made before. Mm-hmm. All right. Many, many times. All right. That's your number five. I I saw this porn uh before i stopped watching porn um where the director was like giving feedback during the scene and they didn't cut it out they hear her voice so funny like what the it would have been a female director yeah love that for her oh my god yes she's like i need a boss bitch moment in this art in this film it's like it's female directed i need everybody to know that are y'all aware like yeah and it would have been good but you took us out of the scene But that made me think of it because it was a professor. Oh my god! I meant to tell professor you, student. I looked up a um a porn star that you recommended. Ooh, which one? Um, curly headed fuck. Uh huh. Incredible. Uh huh. I like how mean he is. I see. You know, I don't listen. Often, That's true. Oh, but I he, keep forgetting you don't listen with audio. He is one of the few that I have listened to some of the audio. He's always like, "Say thank you." Oh, oh, I'm like thank you i'm like looking at all my, my phone i'm Thanks, like thank Papa. you i'm like responding out loud like i'm watching blues clues <laughs> <laughs> you, you get your little notepad out yeah okay draw a picture of him so the slutty professor is number five okay the next one pulp friction pulp friction i think i'll go two this is too easy for you okay the whore of the rings Ooh, one. Ooh, you might regret that later, Liz. Oh, no. Is there a Scooby-Doo one? No. Is it too late for me to change it? Yes, it's too late. Fuck. Grinding Nemo. Um, What do I have left? Three and four? Three and four. I'll go four because for some reason, the title of like Finding Nemo is 
especially a children's movie mm-hmm. you know yeah so that's why it makes I, what i what is that about grinding nemo is this fish fucking maybe it's about someone that has um amnesia <laughs> like dory you grinding know trying nemo. to help a man find his son and then they end up maybe it's like a dory marlin fanfic is there like a, a wikipedia page that will summarize this for us let's see grinding nemo i think, I think that's worth a check yeah I need to know now because it's like, is this animated? Is it people dressed up as fish? Is it like just generally there? There's, I have so many questions. Oh God. Who's fucking because, <gasps> oh no. No, it just started without my consent. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I mean, now I'm curious. I know me too. Are we about to watch a porn together? Well, oh, there's a, are you even in a private private browser? No. Oh, it's just someone. It just looks like it's kind of like swim related, <laughs> and it's just solo. And then there's hand job. Oh, there's tits. <laughs> I need to stop is calling she, them tits. <laughs> is she giving a dildo a hand job? I'm too scared to look. Hold on. Yeah, I mean, unless that, I mean, that looks like a really, yeah, I think that's a dildo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so this is the first for us. Grinding I Nemo. I, wa- I showed you um, oh, yeah, that yeah, water, yeah. the water pour, and that was oh, our first. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. Well, all right. Here's the final one. Your, your number three draft pick. Okay. By Curious George. <laughs> was my number I, one to be honest i'm happy with my first choice the horror of the rings yes um and i think that by curious george that's a close one for first yeah i wish i could have made it second mm-hmm. pulp friction though the only thing is is like dudes who love pulp fiction are insufferable yeah that's true. you know what i mean totally yeah like, say what a good motherfucker yeah that's so true <laughs> i've never watched Pulp Fiction without a guy quoting it word for word right next to me. Yeah, I had a Pulp Fiction shirt and I stopped wearing it because I was sick of men coming to talk to me about it. That's such a good wow. It's a bedtime shirt. That's now. a great dating strategy. If you want insufferable men to want to fuck you, which we've all been there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that is what you want. Buy a Pulp Fiction shirt. You're like, I wish I had someone around to just like mansplain everyday things to me. Yeah. Wear a Pulp Fiction shirt around. See what happens. And then just kind of like quote it just like some little baby quote it slightly incorrectly too. So they're like, um, actually they get to um, actually you because that gets some men harder than a rock. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) bust. I get to tell a girl something. Me and Liz went to Capitol Hill block party this weekend. Mm -hmm. We got recognized for the podcast. That was fucking dope. That was really exciting for me. It was a first. If y'all ever... Was that a horn? That was probably a man. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, <laughs> if y'all ever see us in person it, for any reason, please say hi. Please say hi. We're really nice. I hope you know. I, just I was out. also very tired. I think I was tired because I was high the whole time. Yeah. I mean, that'll do it. I was, I was crossfaded the entire time. Yeah. 
That's fair. And you can see in my pictures with my eyes barely open. Dude, your carousel that you chose was so fucking bomb. Thank you. 10 out of 10. If you haven't seen Liz's pictures from Capitol Hill Block Party, not only are they great because I took them, Mm -hmm. they're great because she's so hot. Thank you. And you edited them very well. Thank. I tried very hard. It took a lot of uh, color grading uh yeah yeah a lot of finessing it was tough with how bright it was outside but in facetune i don't like use facetune to actually tune my face also you have to like pay for literally everything now but they have some filters that i really like Ooh, that's good to know so i used the filters and then um the background blur thing Mm -hmm. um i used it for that like tilt shift Mm -hmm. love that shit but it's so much more like uh intuitive like it can pick up like oh this is the person that's amazing you can um blur out other things because sometimes it'll have like another person in the background you're like no fuck that guy this is about me yeah i'm the main character yeah exactly that's really cool yeah and you can pick like how blurry you want it to be so i made an ad for face yeah don't don't tune your face guys i'll admit for my capitol hill block party post i uh i face tuned under my eyes to get my because uh, I was sweating so much my mascara was running in um, my pictures so I cleaned it up I, ca- I came forward that's this is I my public apology <laughs> I think that's reasonable the things that are still free are things that are like cover up your blemishes like, yeah conceal and that's what you would do anyways yeah in real life it was hot as hell out there y'all I'm, I'm not built for that anymore actually I was never built for that it's not I- even an age thing <laughs> At the, at the end of every day, I'd wake up in the morning and I'd be like, my entire body hurts mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, it was a lot of time on our feet, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to being on my feet. I'm used to sitting in my ch- office chair and slouching Yeah. until I'm suddenly like, why am I in pain? Yeah. God, that's so real. It's being in pain I'm from sitting for too over. long. Y'all, I don't know if I talked about this last week. I, I must have, and I'm just going to become the most insufferable person ever about this, but I got a pillow cube and my neck oh, doesn't hurt anymore. I don't think you did. I'm well, I guess you edited so you would know. I probably did cut it out. Honestly, <laughs> you told me about it after it's is what I remember. It's actually shifted the trajectory of my life. You got a So you got a key. It's, it's a called cube. It's, the company is called pillow cube. I'm trying to get them pillow to sponsor cube. me. I messaged my manager and I was like, will you please? I need to see Liz. It's actually the best investment I've ever made. Like, I have been dealing I'm, with I'm a pillow slut. I've been dealing with neck and headaches, like neck pain and headaches for the past six months. And the first night I used this, it was gone. You know how I always come this over and I'm like, so is it like that? Yeah. So how it how it works is it's also this is not sponsored. This sounds like a commercial, but truly, if you're a side sleeper, this is worth the investment. Mm-hmm. It's they call it your neck. First of all, their ads are super funny and very informative, but they call this your neck hole right here. And when you're using normal pillows, it like yeah. does that. But the pillow cube fills fills your neck hole perfectly, so you don't. And at first, it's a little bit tough to get used to because it is a little raised, but it, yeah, it keeps your say spine straight. That raised. Up. It doesn't bother me though, and but I'm I like, I do already sleep with my arm under my pillow to prop it up. They talk about that mm. in the ad for pillow cube. Hmm. Have you seen the side sleeper beds? No. There's like a hole, so you can put your arm in it. That's perfect for like pregnancy too. It's perfect if for, you know, you want to be spooned. If you want to be the little spoon or the big spoon. Real. Fuck. Frank is a back sleeper. That's weird. 
he looks like a dead person when he sleeps he's Sometimes a side sleeper in the morning though mr Liz sleeps on his back too he's he sleeps on all sides except for maybe his stomach like that's how that's how people look in a coffin <laughs> you know like not that it matters how you look when you sleep but like he, they do like what the back sleepers do look like they're they always have their hands yeah up here you are posed like a corpse fix it but you know but they're you breathing cute, loud though, as fuck so yeah true frank doesn't snore unless he's at my house they start snoring and then you uh pretend that you uh, are just rolling over yeah and hit them yeah oh, sorry <laughs> sorry but you like fully kick him off the bed will you spoon oh, me sorry, so babe. you're not laying on your fucking back and snoring I used to just turn people over onto their sides when they were snoring. <laughs> like I would just like take, I would just take, it would be at my liberty to just touch them and move them in, in their sleep. Like people at sleepovers when I was growing up. Oh, that's hilarious. I would just shove them onto their sides and they'd be like, what? Like you're snoring. Like, just wake me up. <laughs> would, would like snoring like a chainsaw, would that be a deal breaker for you? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Like I, no doubt. I would even prefer a CPAP machine. Oh, for absolutely. White noise. Sleeping in the white noise. I think that I am um, traumatized because growing up, obviously when we would be vacationing, I would have to share a hotel room with my brother. Um, or like if we were like at a family's house, like a family friend's house or a family member's house, we'd have to share a room and he has always snored like a bear. And so I would never sleep. So now even if people are snoring when I'm awake, I have like a reaction to it. I'm like stop like i hate the sound of snoring so i couldn't do so it do I. both my parents snore and when you're yeah when you're a kid and you're sharing a hotel room with your entire family mm-hmm. and i always i'm like oh i want to share the bed with mom yeah his dad farts but mom snores <laughs> and <laughs> the lesser of two evils yeah and that and they yeah so they both snore the older they've gotten and then they blame each other they're like but you snore so loud. I'm like, you both fucking snore yeah. and it's insufferable. And I'm so glad that I'm a grown adult now and I don't have to deal with that. I just, I don't, it, would it be a deal breaker for you then? Absolutely. It's, I really, truly, it's, and every dude that snores swears they don't snore. They're like, mm-hmm. no, no, only when I'm drunk. I'm like, no, that's, that's only, no. that's when you have somebody with you. you know and what? that's when you're being told. One time, <laughs> I hope she doesn't mind if I tell this story. Um, someone stayed the night with Anna in college when we were still living in the dorms. And she was like, he was like, I don't know if it was her or her roommate, but they were, this man was snoring loud as hell and they tried to wake him up and he got a nosebleed while he was sleeping. So there's just blood everywhere. That's and I think that's hilarious. So fucking disgusting. It is. It is gross. I was having sex with my ex once and he was on top and got a nosebleed <laughs> and was bleeding onto me. Ew. And he not like I wasn't noticing that it was happening until I felt something drop and he noticed at the same time and he was like, oh God, it's the grossest <laughs> shit in the entire world. <laughs> he used to get a lot of nosebleeds, bless his heart. Um it's just all the evil leaving his body. Um, I think we need to talk about girl dinner. Have you heard of girl dinner yet? Is this a Barbie thing? No. Oh. It's just, uh, so girl dinner is, I can't believe you're not on girl dinner TikTok. No, I saw that. I think Taco Bell added it to the menu or like Chick-fil-A. Some, one of the fast food restaurants added girl dinner to the menu, but I didn't know what it was. No, girl dinner, you can't, it's not on any menu. It was like girl three dinner French fi- fries and like two chicken nuggets. <laughs> That's what it was. Girl dinner is you make yourself basically like a charcuterie board and that's your dinner. 
<laughs> it's just kind of like an assembly of whatever you have. Fuck. And you're like, that's and that's it. It's not a lot of food either. It's girl dinner. That is so relatable. Uh-huh. That's like, so funny. I thought I was the only person who did that. I like you make yourself a little a little cheese plate with some crackers and some prosciutto and maybe like some olives <laughs> and that's girl dinner. And you're like you're happy with your little girl dinner and then maybe you have like a glass of wine. You're just kind of treating yourself, but it's also like not a real meal. <laughs> yeah, no, I, they, yeah, I, my girl dinner is usually like half of a bag of Tim's chips, mm-hmm. like the individual sized bags. That's boy dinner. And um, a Nutri-Grain bar. Uh, that is girl dinner, actually. Yeah. 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 Well, boy dinner is just like one thing and a little bit of it. Boy boy dinner is just like something absolutely atrocious. Oh. Um, the boy dinners I've seen uh, and boy dinner, there's some. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Song is a banger. Um, There's songs? That, yeah. Girl dinner. <laughs> I can't believe... I know more about something on TikTok than you do. What the it's fuck? Insane. I'll have to show you some girl dinner videos. Um, boy dinner. Uh, the ones I've seen, the original is horrifying. Um, this guy goes into his bedroom... And his bedroom is exactly what you'd expect. It's an absolute shitstorm. And he pulls his blankets back, and there's an open box of pizza and a thing of ranch, maybe. But the the lyrics say um, spiders in the mayo, so maybe there's ma- it's mayonnaise and not ranch, which is uh, I don't know. It may it's gross. But the then I've seen some other ones where it's um, nerds clusters. Like, just a bag of candy. Oh, my God. I asked Mr. Liz what his uh, boy dinner would be. And he said, hold on, let me let me pull it up. I literally can't remember. I wonder if Frank knows what this is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text him as you're looking. <laughs> What's your boy dinner? Uh, 
Oh, I said, yeah, what's your boy dinner? And he said, just going to sleep instead of eating. And I said, <laughs> I th- I don't know. I think that's probably what he ended up doing last night. So maybe that's what he thought his boy dinner is. And I said, I think your boy dinner is greasy ski lodge pizza and a Red Bull, followed by a slew of unhealthy snacks like flaming hot Cheetos and a donut. And then you laying in the fetal position, moaning and farting. That is so fucking funny. What did he say? <laughs> he just said LMAO. Hi, baby. That means he actually thinks it's funny. Honestly, how little he, how little Mr. Liz gives me over text messages would make anyone think that he hates me. I promise he doesn't. Some people are just not good at texting. He definitely likes me. I just noticed that Gatsby's on my lap. There's just so many things going on. I'm listening to you and messaging Frank. I need to see. And then, Um, yeah, I'm just like... He's always like, why does my tummy hurt? Like when you, let's think about all the things that you ate. It is so annoying when like, (laughs) Gatsby's like, we're not talking about that. (laughs) Oh, he's so happy. I love you. Um, I lost my train of thought. This is so fucking cute. Boy dinner. Oh yeah. Well, I messaged Frank and asked if he knows what boy dinner and girl dinner is. And he said, unfortunately, I said, we're recording. What's your boy dinner? He's probably thinking about it. So we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, Oh, that's what I was going to say. It's so annoying when somebody like keeps having like stomach problems or headaches and it's so obvious what's causing them. Like, why does my tummy hurt? Mr. Liz always does that. He did that when we went to go visit his family this summer. He, uh, we we were on the way to the airport and we stopped and he ate um a cheeseburger from Jack in the Box and then we got to the airport and he ate a plate of chicken tenders and airport food it's it's not good no it's just like Sodexo it tastes like shit um and uh then on the airplane he ordered cheeseburger sliders and mac and cheese what airplane mac and cheese wait what airport wait you can order that it was Air Canada. Oh. And the flight was pretty long. It was like six hours. Canadians would. Um, so but and I don't trust airplane food. The only airplane food I trust is Alaska. I fucking or love like something Alaska. international. There was um this uh YouTube video that I was watching about I think it was an Alaska flight, actually. Maybe not, but I was I watch a lot of airplane videos, so I might be getting my wires crossed. But uh this a whole entire flight got food poisoning. And the only reason that the pilots didn't is because they were on a different body clock because they had been coming from somewhere else. So they ate dinner and everybody else ate breakfast and the entire plane got like violently ill from these Ooh, ham omelets. Ew. Yeah, yeah. I know. That, I mean, yeah. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so then when we landed, he was like writhing in pain. I'm like... That'll do it. I listed all of the things he ate and he's like, Stop! <laughs> Yeah, like, it's well, either you like act surprised. I don't want to hear it, or like no, that can't be it. Yeah, no, no. I, I, I mean, I'm not innocent. And I'm like, no, oh, me I have too. a headache. Have you had any water today? Mine oh. is. I have a stomach ache because I have only had coffee today. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm like you would think at my ripe age of thirty, I would have learned by now that that does not go well. Did Frank have? Is he his answered. Boy dinner? His boy dinner is. California burrito and half a pint of ice cream back in my days of Southern California and free chips. Free chips. I mean, that's a that's a rounded meal. Yeah, you're getting a few food groups in there. I feel like boy dinner and girl dinner, it needs to be a little shameful. 
for it to count. Totally. I want to I want to think more about what my girl dinner would be because like I it's been a while since I've like really enjoyed a, a girl dinner now, especially now that I'm going to the gym. I'm like trying to be more like thoughtful about what I'm putting into my body. I think your girl dinner is um, not eating all day and then being absolutely starving and then ordering something from Uber Eats. That is so fucking true. That's that's like my and whole M.O. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. You're so right. I haven't done that in a while. Like being like, why am I tired and sad? Like, oh, because I haven't eaten anything. Yeah. And then ordering three different things from a Thai restaurant. I mean, you did do that the last time you were here. Did I? <laughs> you ordered a uh, bibimbap. Oh, my God. That's Omabap. right. Oh, I love omabop. It's so good. Um, Maybe we should talk about... um sex and dating related things okay because i think that we should talk or, oh, first we of all could talk about whatever we fucking want yeah it's our fucking podcast um <laughs> even though literally no, everyone is so nice to us i know listens. i know everyone's like talk about whatever you want to talk about we should talk about this whole ariana grande uh oh, debacle yeah. we talked did this we talk exciting. about this a little over the weekend we did um okay so to catch up the listeners if you're not into the goss the gossip uh ariana grande <laughs> is married to this guy who looks like a healthy pete davidson uh, damn and what's his name she has a thing for veneers dalton gomez dalton gomez so she's married to him and she was just in she just filmed wicked she plays glenda um wicked's a musical and it just came out that she's like separated from her husband and seeing a guy who was her co-worker um like a co-star in wicked and he looks like a ginger version of dalton gomez <laughs> and dalton gomez actually looks like her brother so she has a br- oh frankie interesting she's just had a slew of a type My, um, how, oh. i don't And we'll talk about what the issue is here in a sec. I don't want to be judgmental. And the last thing I want to do is talk badly about how someone looks. That's against everything (laughs) that I believe. And I am shocked at her type. Shocked. Does she have a type though? Because she's dated so many different types of dudes. Like, yeah, but like. I mean, I guess lately. The last few dudes. It's. She could, she could like be with anybody, you know, which is the crux of the issue. Yeah, she could be with anybody. But so after this uh, announcement happened that she's like been dating her co-star, he was married also and had a kid and he was with his wife for 10 years and they recently had a baby and she was completely blindsided. So after that was announced, people started digging into Ariana Grande's past. And when Pete Davidson was with Cassie David, um, he broke up with her in a text the day before she found out online, along with everyone else, that he was dating Ariana Grande. After years of being together. And like, this is like her MO. Like, um, Big Sean was engaged to Naya Rivera and like, she came home and Ariana was at their house. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Dalton Gomez had a girlfriend that um, Dalton told her not to worry about Ariana Grande. And how then the fuck did he even meet Ariana Grande? Miley what Cyrus. What? Introduced them. He is a uh, realtor for the stars and 
Damn. Him and Miley were friends and they were all just kind of running in the same group. Um, And then I feel like there's another person in that mix. Oh, Mac Miller. He had a Yeah, yeah, girlfriend. he did. He did. Um, Yeah, Mac Miller... Dalton so Gomez, she's she's Davidson. out here stealing people's mans and what i want to know like sure whatever i i don't know what goes on between people and their relationships and whatnot but the the fact that this is chronically happening and i just want to know what she's doing f- to get them to just be like fuck my relationship i'm gonna date because Ariana she's, Grande. she's a 10 and she's choosing like fours and i mean just like by the by definition of how like women are usually 10 cassie david's a 10 right and but also pete davidson okay so i was thinking about this on the way over here ariana grande she like raises people's market value and then she drops them she's like she's like a remodel she's like a home remodeler you know it's kind of like kanye west yeah well, damn, well uh, used to be yeah now no one wants to really be associated she, with she really yeah yeah <laughs> weird <laughs> no but she'll really she she will increase the market value of these men because pete davidson i mean cassie david is so beautiful but like after ariana grande dated pete davidson everyone was like oh he's hot like out of nowhere yeah. you know like dalton gomez is probably gonna be fine you know what i mean yeah 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 and then now this guy who played spongebob on broadway she he is looks like spongebob she is like astronomically out of his league like reg- regardless oh, i'm not yeah. i don't want to talk again i don't want to talk shit about how someone looks he's everyone has different types it's just if you look at them in pictures and i think how she does this is that she dates men that think they could never get anyone like ariana grande and then knows that they'll leave their significant other for her because mm-hmm. like men are predictable maybe like (laughs) you know how like avoidance are like i'm gonna you're perfect and i'm gonna date you until i someone else i think is better comes along yeah um that is validating that like oh this person is perceivably better than the person i'm with like she is famous and rich and beautiful and all of these things yeah I think I think for her too. Sh- if you date down, you never have to worry about them leaving you. You know, you're like you're always going to be the one on top. I think we think that, but I also think that's not true. I think um, when that happens, that person is so insecure that they like still will cheat on you because they have to like reassure themselves. Like how like, common is that? You know, like somebody like a, a not good looking dude cheating on their like hot girlfriend. Yes, totally. But also, I think there's a difference in power dynamic here with like who she's choosing to date. Like Dalton Gomez is a is a realtor, which is like a great job, but like she's like an international pop star. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Pete Davidson was on SNL. He's doing great now. He's he's upped his career. But when they were dating, he was just on SNL. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like and he was like pretty unknown because for a long time, like they weren't putting him in, in any sketches. I don't think he was writing anything. They just had him do uh, the news portion. Yeah. Like occasionally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it was just because him and Lauren Michaels are like they like go on vacation together and shit. Lauren Which is very random. Him. Super random. Seth um, Myers was like, you're lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it. I think that there because like nobody knew who this like SpongeBob guy was until this started um, yeah, happening. I did. It. I when I was seeing these headlines, I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. I literally d- I 
didn't understand until it was very clearly written out for me that she was now dating this man. Right. Well, because well, I also was like, I thought she was married. The wife of the guy who voiced SpongeBob has been posting like, Ariana Grande is not dating my husband. <laughs> She's dating the guy that was spongebob on broadway because people are getting confused now they think he, that she's dating this like old man because Wait, who the the guy that voiced spongebob like on the cartoon uh, people are like okay, oh my god okay, she's okay, dating okay. the guy that did the voice of spongebob no she's dating the guy that played spongebob on broadway <laughs> and that was also me learning that there is a spongebob musical on broadway is it a musical or is it just a play sure is a musical i didn't know that there was a spongebob musical I didn't either. Let alone a SpongeBob musical on Broadway. I'm excited to see Wicked, though. Yeah. I I was like, damn, that sucks, but I am still going to see Wicked. Mm -hmm. Maybe this is like a PR thing. Musical theater. Us reformed theater kids need to see Wicked. And I was just about to say, too, I wonder if this whole thing with him and this SpongeBob guy, we should learn his name. He has a name. (laughs) But with, Uh. with her and SpongeBob, um, we just need to call him that from now on. There are like on set romances, especially like in theater departments, because she's a theater kid, you know, like absolutely you cling on to one person because it's fun to have like a theater crush. But like not when you're like married, like the ink hasn't even dried on your divorce papers. sis. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh. Anyway, it's an interesting thought. I would love to hear people's uh, opinions on yeah what's it's going on species there. spicy it is species spicy she well i mean she has that song break up with your girlfriend because i'm bored. bored damn i was thinking about that song the other day like before Whoa. all of this was this all of this came to light and i was thinking about it of like in terms of like girls who are with their boyfriends all the time and you don't get to see them anymore and i was like that should be what it means like break up with your girlfriend because I'm bored and I want to see my friend. Yeah. And you're so boring and I don't want you around anymore. That's what the music video is, but it was more yeah, of like Yeah, she a, like kisses the girl. Yeah. So it was more of like a like a queer number. Mm, queer baiting. She's come out as bi. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay, I love but that. But she's for pretty her. like she, like she's come out as bi in two songs and I don't know if she's ever actually said it outside mm-hmm. of like one interview, you know. Okay. Interesting. Um she has a song where she says like i like girls and boys just kind of like in <laughs> one line and then moves on she's like no one asked me about this yeah that's relatable i'm out <laughs> like i'm just gonna allude to it and um just hope that like no one ever really questions it yeah <laughs> bye uh anyway that's that's what's happening in the uh the, the celebrity celeb- sphere yeah. i was gonna say celeb celebrity ether Ooh. So we we had the same mindset. Salether. <laughs> Gotta keep an eye out for Salether. Um, what's next? That's a great question, Liz. Let's see. Um what we haven't talked about ever, if not for a very long time, is um reverse cowgirl. Mm-hmm. I hate it because I'm always afraid that I'm going to hurt my partner because there's just too many ways that a a wiener can bend incorrectly yeah you know and apparently and then when that happens it's just it kills the vibe and you're like oh fuck yeah it's like oh well out and it's like oh shit and then you're like you don't feel it so that's a good segue liz um 
according to uh, a video on TikTok that went viral by Dr. Karen Raj, uh, reverse cowgirl was responsible for up to 50% of bedroom related oh broken penises. <laughs> it's so, risky. It is. Um, you know, you and I were recently talking about reverse cowgirl because I did it recently. Yes. And I liked the position I put myself in. Okay. Care to share? Yeah, I will share. Um, and <laughs> this does it. This, I'm just also going to clarify that you still run the risk right. of injuring your partner. So even though I liked the how I positioned myself. So he was laying down and then I had my legs like interlocked with his. Mm-hmm. And it just gives you a little bit more leverage. Yeah. And frees up your hands, you know? Yes. Um, But your thighs still will get tired, so. See, I've never been able to successfully. I think you could bend over, maybe. See, that's where I make the mistake, because that can Uh, bend. Yeah, it's still, you run the risk. You run the risk. I always um, go, like, full froggy, like, on my feet. That would be so hard. It's a lot of fucking work, so to speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of fucking work. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you see what I did? I did. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, apparently it's the most dangerous sex position, y'all. So be... be Okay. I like it for the novelty. I don't like it from the perspective of um, getting like a clear shot of my butthole. Oh yeah, I don't like I don't like that idea. That's it doesn't make you, me feel sexy. You can always use a little uh, a butt plug. You still haven't done that. I know. I was trying to get um. You know how I wore those shoes from at block party two days ago, uh, that were from eighth grade. Oh yeah. So I dug them out from like my shoe my like shoe organizer under my bed and out flew all three of the n- enormous butt plugs that yeah, I had bought. They were giant. They're just chilling under my bed. Next time you come over to record, I'm gonna. I'm going to have to show you. Have you seen them in person? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you showed them to me. They're they're massive and they are also very cheap. They're Definitely not something you want in your body. No. I mean, like regardless. Cheaply made. Cheaply made and like comically large. Mm-hmm. Like so big. So and big. And this is supposed to be like an entry level kit. Yeah. Absolutely not. Entry level? Yeah. A. In through the back door. <laughs> Uh, Entry level is what I call my butthole. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Mine is a one-way street. So far. Um, all right. Uh, I have a little Reddit thing. This Love is, it. uh, it's not like a viral Reddit thing. I'm just on um, the two, two X chromosomes subreddit. Uh, <laughs> and the title is, my friend's boyfriends refuse to give them oral sex. Dot, dot, dot. Are we in a munchless epidemic? (laughs) I'm 23 and all my friends and I either recently started experimenting with sex or have gotten into new relationships with men. I'm very much a casual dating girly right now, so my sexual experiences have been casual friends with benefits or casual partners. Even then, the guys I've been with have been very kind, giving, and generous partners. I love to hear that for the younger, yeah. the younger generation. Gives me hope. I know. They often initiate giving me oral sex without me having to ask. It helps that the guys I see are experienced and love giving head. So I usually walk away from hookups with at least one orgasm from oral sex. Because yeah. what else would I <laughs> endanger my life for? <laughs> Damn. 
fair real um as a personal rule i always come first before i let the guy continue and then it's the little laughing emoji this is a queen Uh, i love her Last year, I had one date, my first and last hinge date, who refused to give me head after I gave him head, and I blocked him and refused to ever let that happen again, and it hasn't. I've definitely been very lucky with my hookup sense. I was talking about my experiences to my group of girlfriends, and all of them told me they wished they had my courage to ask for oral, since they haven't experienced oral sex, just penetrative. That is appalling. Yeah, that's sad. Uh, One of my friends who has been in multiple long-term relationships with men since we were both 18 said she's never, ever gotten eaten out before. Another said she's been dating a guy for almost a year, has been letting him have raw sex with her, and she has not come once. I screamed. Oh, One person said she always viewed sex as a chore with her past relationships. Many of my girlies told me it still felt good without needing oral, but I'm like, are you sure? Don't knock it till you tried it. And then many of them backtracked, got sheepish, and admitted they wished they could experience mind-blowing oral sex, but weren't sure what to say to their partners. I told them I thought their partners were being extremely selfish for going straight into penetration all the time. It's true, honestly. I think that's really true. Like, if... Your partner is just going like right in for it and not like doing anything to warm things up. I just. Yeah. I know that you don't like foreplay. Right. I was just about to say I'm like a different case, but I, I, but I, I agree. I mean, traditionally yeah. what you're expecting is like men just want to go straight for penetrative sex. Yeah. They don't want to go. They don't want to do the oral in between. Right. That, but they'll, they're fine with receiving it. But that's when you know like. They do not give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about your pleasure. That's why sex isn't fun, especially when you're young. I mean, it, it is. It's fun if your partner is fun. Yeah. But like when you're younger, it's just it does feel like a well. A and like how much media is surround are young people surrounded with that are just like all about how horny boys are. Yeah. And also like how fun sex is. Like the media says like it like shows how fun sex is and then it's not like a woo like crazy good time and you're like do i just not like sex am i just someone that doesn't like sex yeah like what is happening not yet and padawan you have that like desire in you and you're like how come i'm still so unsatisfied and it's because so many people are very selfish when it comes to having sex true um I told them I thought their partners were being extremely selfish for going straight into penetration all the time. Many of them got mad at me and said their man's was still good in bed and that I wouldn't understand their feelings toward their partners since I use men for sex and not emotions. <gasps> LOL. Oy. I'm confused. Sex is supposed to be fun and beautiful for all parties involved, not a chore or empty like how many of my friends were describing their experiences. How do I help them understand that? I don't want them feeling like fleshlights. I feel like I could have written this myself. Mm-hmm. Thank God for this like 23 year old girl out here doing the Lord's work with her friends. Yes. And it is really nice. Like I hope she continues to have these conversations with her friends because once you start having them, you realize how much like women do want to talk about sex with their friends. Like now I can't even imagine my friendships without talking about it. Absolutely. Like once we started this podcast, like how many women just like started talking to us about sex? Um, so many. I And then I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I wasn't talking about it yeah. as much. I mean, that was like part of the reason that I wanted to start this podcast in the first place was because I realized whenever I would bring up anything sex related, like my friends would be so hyped for the opportunity to talk about sex. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, 
it would it would be like oh my, oh my god fi- like i finally i have like yes i've been wanting to talk about this and it's like why aren't we just having more of those yeah like the older thing i think also the older we get too we're like let's yeah. just fucking talk about yeah it. like who gives a fuck yeah especially when you're like if you're on the apps and dating and you like hook up with someone yeah, you, you want to talk about it yeah talk about it with your friends who are like doing the same thing right be like yeah we we finally hooked up and it was insert explanation here yeah 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 <laughs> yeah it's fun to talk about i don't know mm-hmm. we're, we're we're community creatures i want to know yeah like the details i want to know is like was it good like what happened like leading up to it like the emotional foreplay i want to yeah hear that too. oh god i love emotional foreplay mm-hmm. just want to know if it was good yeah you don't need to give me all of the like all of the details totally um that this was reminding if me it was good what did they do that was good so yeah. we can pass along this information spread on the good sorry I, I interrupted you no you're fine um that was you reading that story reminded me that i was dating a guy um who his ex-girlfriend had um been she had hpv and they had had unprotected sex and so i wanted to be careful mm-hmm. i like i'm um, I have the Gardasil shot, but still, like, I just wanted to be careful. And it was also right when I first started dating. So I was, like, well, not trying like, to, like, like, don't have any information. Totally. And I was, like, Googling, like, can you get HPV through, like, oral? And yes, you know. And so he was going down on me, but I wasn't going down on him. And he asked me. And I was, like, I actually, like, really appreciated how he asked. He was just, like, I just want to know, like, is there a reason that, like, like, he's, like, do you not like giving head? Or, like, is there a reason, like, you aren't? offering because we were having a lot of sex you know it wasn't like a one and done mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god like I, I just didn't expect to get called out you know <laughs> yeah and it was really nice so I was like trying to think when you were reading that story like what would be like a good way to like bring this up to like a partner you've been seeing for a while that doesn't go down on you and I think that that's like a good way to do it just like, mm-hmm. like do you have a reason, a reason why you don't do this because maybe there is but I'm thinking there about probably when isn't. I was in college and like hooking, I was hooking up with this guy and I was like, do you not like go down on women? And then he was like, well, uh, no, I do. I'm like good at it. <laughs> Prove it. Like, oh, then like maybe you should do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Uh, that was like DJ, the whole DJ Khaled thing with not going down on his wife. Yeah. That was like an outrage mm-hmm. when it first happened. I was so happy it was an outrage. I'm like, oh, yes. This like, is like, how everyone agrees. You, so, like, how do you feel so entitled to sex, but then you, like, don't have any sort of um, accountability for, like, making sure your partner is enjoying it, too? Mm-hmm. And like the like the author of this uh, Reddit post said, like, I don't want my friends feeling like fleshlights. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's true. Like, just fucking get one of those if that's how you like mm-hmm. are treating sex. Yeah. I've said I say it all the time. Just get a fleshlight. <laughs> get a fleshlight and leave women alone. <laughs> Episode and that, title. That's a very specific group of men that that uh, message is for. I mean, I've had sex with a few of those men where I'm just like, I could just not be here. And that's like not mm-hmm. a dope feeling, especially no. if you're like, if they're like repeat customers. I do have to say I don't experience, I have like the older I've gotten, like the less I've experienced that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? me too. Me too. 
this comment says, I'm older than you, but I remember when I was in high school, that was the mindset of many dudes. Giving head to a woman made you less of a man. Like you couldn't get her off with your dick, so you must be bad at sex or had a small dick. That's how they feel about vibrators. That's why men are so intimidated by vibrators. It's teamwork. Okay. It's so frustrating. (laughs) But I also feel like that's how you're like never going to have sex, if that's your mindset. I have um, a correction corner from, um, I don't actually don't want to say who because she didn't give me permission to say who she was, but um, I got a voice note being like, oh my God, it's so fun. I was just listening to the episode about um, where you guys were talking about how you shit giving birth. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I said I was like, not sure. R- <laughs> right. No, but she was, she was saying, she was like, I have three kids and I didn't shit at all. Okay. I have some friends. She was like, most of my friends have multiple kids and they didn't shit. Okay. My, I mean, I haven't given birth, so I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. how do you know for sure? <laughs> You're not really paying attention to shit. your butthole. Yeah. If you've yeah. birthed if, shit while birthing a human, <laughs> like that's taking up less of you've like the pain sensors sh- in your brain, you know? Yeah. Well, and if you get an epidural, like, are you... Oh, you can't feel. Yeah. And they're probably cleaning up to make sure you're just like so hyped about your baby and not like, I'm so sorry. I just shit out on the floor and like, hello, nice to meet you, child. You know, mm-hmm. like that's a lot to. Yeah. Like, would they tell you like. You shat if on you, the floor. Yeah, <laughs> you shat everywhere. I can't imagine them telling you. Like, no. You shit. Yeah. I think you would. I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know. See. Yeah. I don't either. Let me. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. I want to know. But I mean, it is reassuring to hear that. Did we both Google the same thing? Do you poop when giving birth? I said shitting while giving birth. <laughs> <laughs> a little less of a, a scientific search. Okay. Tell me. This says, do you poop while giving birth? You might. It doesn't happen to 100% of people, but it is something you should expect. And it's really not an issue. Your nurse has seen it time and time again and will be there to help quickly clean up without bringing attention to it. Mm. God bless nurses. If you've ever wondered if bodily functions like going to the bathroom continue while in labor, the truth is, yes, peeing and pooping and other messy bodily functions absolutely can happen during labor. And not only can pooping happen during labor, but having a bowel movement during labor can actually be a good thing. And this is from January 5th, 2023. That's very interesting. How common is it? to poop during labor it is very very common is what the answer says most expectant parents fear fear this and most laboring parents experience it this means that while you may not be comfortable or accustomed to this incident your care providers are they clean up any excrement usually a small amount and do not announce its presence for everyone else in the room (laughs) that would be such a dick move seriously this bitch just shit well, if it's been happening since the beginning of time, it's like the the only people it's surprising to is people like us. Yeah. Because we're not educated on these things. No. And I never shit. So if it comes out during the happiest day of my life, I'm going to be fucking pissed. So, like really now, now I decide to shit. But, you know, I mean, there you go. I nurses think you, see I everything. Think you can't help it. No, of course not. Because you're like, pushing. Yeah, yeah. Everything's moving down there. There's, Crazy. there's so many things happening. There's so many things leaving your body. Yeah. You can't help it. Fucking wild. I'd imagine it would f- be like squeezing out toothpaste, you know? The pressure. Mm-hmm. You can't help it. <laughs> it's just going to come mm-hmm. out. Yeah, and you can't put it back in. <laughs> yeah. And it, like it said, it could be a good thing. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, we can find yeah, out. Yeah, why would it be a good thing? Um. So maybe, maybe they did... Sh- 
your friend shit and didn't know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, let's see. Why why can it be a good thing? Because the same muscles that you use to push a bowel movement out are the same ones used to push a baby out. So if you poop, it's effective pushing. So babies are poop is what <laughs> I'm hearing. Yeah, you shit out a baby. We all start as shit. <laughs> Plus a bowel movement can clear the way for baby to exit the birth canal. Win-win. Why poop can happen during labor. The way your baby is positioned in the birth canal may influence how you feel during labor, including feeling pressure like you need to poop. For instance, some people who feel the urge to poop throughout their labor may have an occupant uh, posterior presentation going on. An OP presentation means that the back of the baby's head is face up, often called sunny side up, instead of face down. With an op with an OP presentation, the baby is pressing on the laboring person's backside while the baby's face looks up towards the bladder. This can cause additional pressure on the intestines, making it more likely the laboring person will have a bowel movement during labor. And this is on parents.com. Wow, that must uh, be you know ex- what I just thought about while reading that is like, okay, the baby's supposed to come out head first, but what if it's facing downwards? So the, in this instance, it's saying the baby is face up. Yeah. So because when you are watching a movie and they're delivering a baby, it's always face up. It's because it's it twi- they twist when they're coming out. Oh, they do. Uh-huh. Oh my god, this shows just like how little I know about like pregnancy. I just like I I spent an era of my life just like way too fascinated by pregnancy. Like when we I mean, first started learning about pregnancy in health class, every time I would see a pregnant woman, I'd be like. There's a fucking there's a crazy thing in happening there. inside of you. And like I, I literally never that. thought about it that much until like recently within the last few years. God, it's like, ugh. like I'm hoping to experience it one day. And also I would like to be hit over the head with a bat so I don't have to. And I just wake up with a baby. Yeah. You know, or you could just like give me anesthesia. You don't need to hit me. You know, you don't need to assault her. Yeah, please don't. You know, like anesthesia will be fine, too. But I mean, some people love being pregnant. Mm-hmm. Courtney Kardashian has said frequently how much she enjoys being pregnant. I think with how like sensitive my stomach is, I would have a really shitty time. I think my first trimester would be really oh, awful. God. Ugh, yeah. And your brain protects you mm-hmm. from remembering how miserable it was so, so you make so you want more you have another one yeah <laughs> that's so wild yeah it's cr- i mean i forget that we're animals we're probably arguably the most animalistic animals but that's a conversation mm-hmm. for another time yeah um this is now like a oh jeez fil- a philosophy podcast do you ever think about how the like we're all just made of star stuff? <laughs> Whoa! I'm gonna put this over like That's that. So romantic, like, intense TikTok music that they always do. Oh, like the yeah. like, hardcore podcast. I hate that. So annoying. Uh huh. So stupid. Anyway, um, should we wrap? I think so. You're cute. I'm cooked. Me too. My brain is fried. Well, I'm hungry. Thanks for listening. We love you, our children. I got I panicked because you started that one. I that was like so exciting. Um, it it keeps getting worse and worse. I think it keeps getting more beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. Potato.